get ready to take your branding to the next level. This is Million Dollar Branders. We know what it takes to build million dollar brands because we live it and breathe it. And now we're sharing our tips and success secrets with you. Here's your host, Justine Pogroski. It is so great to have you on the show today. And for those of you who don't know Brad, he's a force to be reckoned with. You got to follow him. And Bradley built Lightspeed VT into a multi-million dollar global tech company from scratch. As its founder and CEO, his vision led to Lightspeed VT becoming the world's leading interactive training system, a system that he's proud to share with others in addition to being a CEO Brad also hosts the top-rated podcast, Dropping Bombs, and is author of the best-selling book, The Hard Way. Brad has helped numerous companies and individuals generate millions, including such heavy hitters as Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Grant Cardone, Tom Hopkins, World Series Poker, Top Chef, Chase Bank, and many more. He's also been featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, Inc. Magazine, GCTV, and is a regular guest on several top-rated podcasts. Brad, it's such an honor to have you on the Million Dollar Branders podcast today. And just to get started, a little bit about your backgrounds, we'd love to hear about that and how you got started and when you really knew you were onto something with your career path. Well, thank you for having me, Justine. You know, I'll tell you, the way I got started being an entrepreneur ultimately was I got tired of being told what to do. You know, I didn't really like being told what to do even as a kid. Um, I knew that I was entrepreneurial as a kid because I, you know, did little businesses here and there to earn, to earn money. But officially it was when I was about 30 years old, I decided to go out and start a training company. And, and that training company led to, you know, multiple companies, uh, you know, some odd, some 20 some odd years later, but that's really all I am is, is a businessman with a podcast, you know, a lot of experience. <laughs> a really amazing podcast. Right. And uh, when did you know that you were just on the right path or onto something? Like sometimes we get a feeling in our gut where you just know this is my path. This is what I was made to do. You know, I don't really think that there was a, a moment where I knew I was on the right path. I, I, I had a, an extreme amount of belief in the product that I was selling. You know, when I created the training system, I realized that this is a better way of doing it. it. It would help more people. It was scalable. It would make a bigger impact. And ultimately, it was the right thing to do. Even though for eight years, everyone told me I was crazy and it wasn't going to work. You know, I think I was just ahead of my time. But I believed in it so much. You know, I literally thought that I would be successful every 90-day period. So if you saw me when I started, I would say 90 days, I'm going to be huge. And then you'd come back in 90 days and say, well, are you huge? And I'd say, no, but I'm telling you, I got deals working. Just give me 90 more days. And I would have said that over and over and over again. And I still in my head think back and it only seemed like, you know, 10 of those 90 day periods, but literally up till, I don't know, eight, eight or nine years, everyone said I was crazy. And I just believed, mm -hmm. that, you know, it was 90 days away from being huge. But then fortunately time caught up and it started getting a little bigger and a little better. And now, you know, next thing you know, I'm, I'm now, I'm, now I'm successful, supposedly. I love it. The, the reason I say supposedly is because, you know, I believe I measure myself against my potential and my potential, you know, I don't think I've done a great job at, you know, reaching it. So I've 
increase the intensity and I'm speeding it up. So give me three to five more years, maybe uh, come back and then maybe I'll say I kicked ass and, and accomplished something. Right now, I just feel like you know, I could have done better. Well, we think that you're kicking ass, especially all the way from Australia. So you're, you're doing well. Um, you're very noticed. And we, we honestly are just so glad to have you on the show. And I love how you spoke about that because recently um, on one of your Instagram videos, you said that a lot of people are suffering from something. I started laughing when you said this, but alloduxophobia. And I think in order to be a leader and a great entrepreneur, you've got to cure this because not everyone's going to be your people and not everyone's going to like you. But can you speak a little bit about that? And how do you cure this if that's what you're suffering from? Well, for those of you that are listening that don't know what allodoxophobia is, it's actually the fear of other people's opinion. And a lot of people are suffering from it. So the way I kind of talk to people about changing that is that they have to build their self-worth to build their net worth, right? More, more, more people need more value in themselves. We spend our whole lives being told, you know, not to be arrogant, not to be conceited. If you say you're, if you say you think you look pretty or, or, you know, I look good or anything like that, you know, people will come down on that. It's not good. You're supposed to be humble. If you look up the word humble, it says have a low opinion of one's own importance. Well, again, I mean, I just don't agree with some of the traditional teachings that we've all been given. I don't think because you, you might think you look good, you're, you're conceited. You know, um, I, think, I think to increase your, your value to the world, you need to value yourself more. And so the way I teach people to do that is, number one, you got to forgive yourself. Most people don't realize that subconsciously they don't think they're worth anymore, which is why they don't have anymore. Yeah. So, so, so the first thing they do is wipe, wipe the slate clean and just forgive themselves for all the you know, procrastination and, and, and terrible things they've done to themselves. Because we do more harm to ourselves than other people do. Number two, you, they commit to do what they say they're going to do. And you got to really make a commitment to follow through on everything you say you're going to do. That will start to build that self-worth. Um, if you do the opposite, it'll chip it away. Uh, the third thing you do is start racking up the wins, right? Because if you win a lot, you start to feel like a winner. If you lose a lot, you start to feel like a loser. So you want to just rack up the wins by kind of lowering your goals a little bit. Most people say, did he just say to lower our goals? Yes, I did. I said, lower your goals in the, in the, in the micro. And, and let the bigger goals be in the macro, meaning today, can you eat two less French fries? Let's say you're trying to get in shape. Can you eat less French fries today? Yes, at least two. Yeah, okay, there's a small goal. Some people might tell you that's, that's nothing. Well, mm. you, you're the one that gets to decide what a win is. So in your mind, two less fries today is a win. Brushing my teeth is a win. Making my bed is a win. Going to work is a win. Staying... Uh, 10 minutes late is a win. Introducing myself to five new people is a win. Whatever the wins are, you want to rack those up on a daily basis so you start to, to, to replace the memories, not erase because you can't erase memories, but you can replace them with being a winner. And then, and then the fourth one is you have to get, eliminate all of the negativity and the, and the discouraging people in your life. This literally who you hang around is the truth. And then five, you map out and visualize exactly where you want to go. Most people don't even know where that is. And then six, you seek new information because ultimately, if you want to change what you're getting, you have to change what you're doing. And if you and if you want to change what you're doing, you have to change what you believe. Because the reason you do what you do is because you believe what you believe. So the only way to change what you believe is to get new information. 
Just like if you tell a little kid fire doesn't burn, they'll reach into the fire believing you. And then when the fire burns them, they'll get new information and they'll stop believing you and they'll believe something else. So new information is how you change your belief system. And you have to change your belief system to change your actions and the actions will change your results. So it's really just kind of a six step process where if everyone just follows that, they will start to gain confidence and start to believe in themselves a little bit more and believe it or not, their life will change. That's so true. And I mean, in, like we spoke about French fries before, and I know that you're very health conscious and I am the same. How do people find the discipline when they don't necessarily have it as an entrepreneur or as a person? Because I think some people are just born with it. Some people, you know, just have it. Like what advice could you give to those people who just don't have discipline? Well, I would say that you're in big trouble if you don't have discipline, because that's one of the requirements to success, um, I think, in anything. But if you don't have discipline, you need to develop discipline. And you start out by doing small things and then increase them over time. So like if I don't have the discipline to run a marathon every month, well, then, yeah. you know, maybe I run around the block every month and then two blocks and then three blocks and then four blocks. But you have to go out and give yourself challenging tasks uh, that require constant, repetitious, monotonous work. And that will develop your discipline. You develop it. You don't yeah. you don't you don't buy it or or you have to develop it. And. How do you build the ultimate relationship in life and business? Well, ultimately, I mean, you want to create win-win scenarios to where everybody's winning. And when it comes to relationships, you know, so many times we call people when we need something. So a lot of times I tell people, like when you wake up in the morning, I have a little ritual, one of, mm -hmm. one of which is to text five people that you want to build a relationship with. So you're not one of those people that only reach out or call when you need something. So how do you build, you know, the best relationships is you add value. You know, you're constantly being um, in, a mo in, a, in, a, in a mode of, you know, how do I help? How do I help Justine? Like if I woke up every day and, and, and thought, man, I just need to help Justine. And all day long, I focused on helping you. How much would you like me? I would like you a lot. I like then, you now. I'd like you even more though. Yeah, you'd like me more. And then and then if you did the same for me, yes. now, now me and you were just freaking a team, dude, we'd be besties, uh, inseparable. Yeah. And that's, to me, how you build the best relationships is you have, um, you know, a focus on helping. Absolutely. Especially when you say y'all, then, then you had me at hello. So, um, and I think like, you know, if someone is in a bad relationship, whether it be personal or business, it, it is something very detrimental to both their, their health, their mindset and their business. What advice would you give them to really cut the cord and to make a shift out of that relationship? What do you mean? If someone is in a bad business relationship, it could be a business partner or let's say a bad marriage or, you know, ha, ha, what advice could you give to them to really shift that, to get out of that if they stuck? Well, I mean, a lot of people stay in bad relationships for the same reason as they're, as they're not successful. They don't feel they deserve any better. So I, mm -hmm. would, I would tell them to go uh, follow those six steps. I call them the sacred six. Sacred so six. Those, those six steps will get you to a point where you realize you deserve more. Yes. You know, when you forgive yourself, believe it or not, you wipe your slate clean. It, it, it eliminates kind of a, a, an energy or a vibration that's, that's in you currently. Believe it or not, forgiveness is a powerful thing. 
So you yeah. forgive yourself, even if you don't really realize it. Like, well, but it's just trust me when I tell you, just forgive yourself, uh, you know, verbally and 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 consciously forgive yourself. And then what happens is you start to feel just you know slightly different. You probably wouldn't even be able to notice it. Then you commit to do what you say you're going to do. Then you start racking up the wins and you start feeling like a winner. And then all of a sudden you start to feel a little bit better and you start to feel like you want more and you deserve more and you do. And, and then you start to act a little bit different, you know, and that's when you know it's starting to work. But what happens mostly when that happens is people around you will tell you that they don't like the new you. Uh, who do you think you are? Well, I, I taught you to not be arrogant, yada, yada, yada. And then we let, allow that to pull us back down. So, so when someone's in a bad relationship, it's because they don't, they don't value themselves enough to say, I'm not going to tolerate your treatment or your uh, situation because I'm, I'm in fear that I might not find any better because every abused woman or man, every bad relationship out there, if they knew for a fact they could solve that and, and have the best relationship ever, if they just walked out, everyone would walk out. Yes, they but they don't walk out because they don't have the confidence that that something better is out there. And and, and they're technically correct because, listen, you're never going to outperform your own self-image. If you don't think you deserve better, you're not going to get better. So you literally have to have to go repair that relationship with yourself. And then you can worry about the relationships that you're in that you shouldn't be in until you until you feel like you don't deserve anything other than the best. I would work on yourself and not even focus on any other relationship. Got you. Excellent. And I mean, you've built an incredible personal brand. How important do you think building a brand is in 2023 online and offline, which has kind of become a luxury to most people? Well, I think it's incredibly important. Number one, um, you know, it took me, it took me 20 years to build my first eight figure business. And in the last year, I've built three more. Wow. Simply with the personal brand. Hmm. So the personal brand accelerates everything. It gets you more deal flow, more action, more attention, more revenue than you ever can imagine, even with your original business. Yes. So, so if I were anyone listening to this podcast, I would go out and build a personal brand. And by the way, it doesn't happen overnight, but I would build a personal brand more than I would do anything else. Because that yeah. personal brand will serve to be more valuable than almost anything else you have going business-wise. And what are the traits that you think, you know, a million-dollar personal brand, and what, what should that embody? What are the traits that that should have, and how does one actually do that? Maybe just some tips that you can give us. Well, I mean, the first thing is a lot of people try to think up what content to put out there. You know, and yes. I think instead of trying to think up what content needs to be put out there, I think you just need to be the content. Meaning, let me see who you are, where you go, what you say, what's your day like, you know, what do you think, what's your opinion? But so many people are afraid to put that out there because of alidoxophobia that they don't. Or yes. what they do is they put out what they think people want to hear, which is technically inauthentic. And, and it just doesn't work. Or the biggest reason most people never make it is because they don't do it long enough. You know, I know a guy that's like said to me today, as a matter of fact, you know, I've, I've been trying to build a personal brand, but, you know, it's just not working. So I kind of gave up. I said, well, how long did you do it? He said, eight months. <laughs> I said, eight months, bro. It took me four or five years to start getting a following. Yes. Wow. 
Yeah, and then it, and then it, it exponentially grows. You know, if your if your content's good, well, well, people are like, well, I don't know what content to put out there. You don't think up what content to put out there. You put yourself out there. You know, when you see my content on social media, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to number one help people avoid problems and situations that I had to deal with. So I'm helping people. You ask me, how do you build the best relationships? Well, you look to help people. So I'm looking to help people. I'm being myself. When you see me talking, that's just me talking to someone in the room or, or, or a conference like this, or, a, you know, that's me being me, whether it's on my podcast or it's me doing what I do. And then someone yes. takes that, chops it up, drops it out there. So again, being authentic, being consistent and, and looking to provide value. I mean, if you're making a post in your mind, you don't think is valuable. Why are you making the post? So you know, true. A lot of people will do that. Like they'll take a picture of their sandwich because they want to show everybody what they ate. It's like, okay, well, tell us the recipe to the sandwich. Tell us the restaurant you got the sandwich from so maybe we can go there. Like you have to add value. So between being the content authentically. Yes. Consistency and value. If you can make sure those three things are present and then you just make sure you do it with enough volume. Believe it or not, some people, they only post once a week. Dude, I post three to four times per day per channel. Wow, incredible. Yeah. So there really are no excuses. Excuses don't pay the bills. Well, listen, I always say this. Everyone's a millionaire. You have a million excuses or you have millions of dollars, but you can't have both. I love it. That is so, so true. Yeah. And I think on this note, right, a lot of people think getting rich is easy. There's all these get-rich-quick schemes. So it is about taking some responsibility, but in your, in your words or your thought pattern, how do you get rich in 2023? We just discussed personal branding. I think um, businesses are always, great businesses are always built during hard times, right? Everyone's talking about the recession and this and that. What do you think about that? Well, I would agree. And the reason why is because when someone says, how do you get rich? I say, you solve problems. Mm -hmm. and, when, and when times get hard, more people are having more problems. So if you're yeah. a problem solver, you're going to make a lot more money during hard times and you're going to see a lot more opportunity during hard times because there's so many more problems. When everybody's making money and everything's easy and the times are good, there's not as many problems. So it's actually harder to get rich. So in reality, you know, the answer would be just look to solve problems. I mean, guys, getting rich is pretty easy, you know. And if you don't believe that, it's your mindset. And when it boils down to it, there's three things that are going to determine where you go in life, in my belief. Mm -hmm. Your mindset, your skill set, or your habits. That's, so yes. either your habits are screwed up, your mindset screwed up, or your skill sets are screwed up. That means you're not very good. Okay, so go bust your ass and get good. Like, dude, it takes repetition, practice, and, you know, over and over, you have to master something. You have to be the best in the world at something. And if you're like, well, I'm not, well, then go get that way. It's just work, right? But sometimes it's your mindset. You don't think it's possible. You think in scarcity. Um, one time I was talking to someone and I said, listen, where you are is your mindset, your skill set, and your habits. If you can master those things, you'll have anything you want in life. And they said, "That's it's not that easy. That's their mindset. That's your limited ass mindset, believing that it's not that easy. It is that easy. Getting rich, I hate to say, is easy. Okay. Uh, 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 
meaning it's, it, it doesn't take much effort. Like, dude, there's 20 year old kids right now doing stuff on the internet and getting millions of dollars. There's, there's girls with only fans making millions of dollars, only fans. They're taking a picture of their ass or maybe more and, and they're putting it online for, you know, a million members to pay $9 and they're making millions of dollars with an only fans page. That's not difficult. Show yeah. your ass. That's not difficult. So, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it's easy to get rich. All you have to do is figure out how to solve problems. Absolutely. And like, I mean, how, how do you discover your purpose? Let's say I wake up and I'm like, I really don't have a purpose. I don't know where I'm going in life. What advice can you give to those people? Cause there's a lot of lost people in the world, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, listen, I teach people all the time, my belief for how to get anything you want in life. And the first one is to figure out what it is because that's, believe it or not, the hardest thing. You got to really think. And most people, believe it or not, these days, they don't think. Yes. You know, I write and I speak a lot. So it causes me to think because when you're going to go talk on a stage, you have to think. When you're going to write a book, you have to think. You know, because I'm in the public eye now, I have to think a lot more than I used to. And when you think you, you, you put focus and attention on something, believe it or not, that's when it starts to manifest. So mm -hmm. if you, if you, you know, keep it simple. I mean, the answer is, you know, you, you, you think, man, that's how you figure it out. You figure out exactly what you want in life. Then the second step is to, is to figure out how to get it right. And then the yes. third step is to do the work. And then the fourth step is to make adjustments. So if you think about it, I'm going to figure out exactly what I want. Then I'm going to figure out how to get it, which is easy. The, the getting it is easy, right? Uh, you find someone who's already got it and you find out what they did. And nine times out of 10, you do what they did. You'll get what they got because like action causes like result. That's just a universal law. Yes. So, so then you do the work. Now, most people will fail doing the work. Why? Because they don't actually want what they think they want. Because they didn't spend enough time. They didn't soul search. They didn't really think about what they wanted or they didn't have any specificity. So you got to really figure out what it is you want and not what your wife wants or your husband wants or your family wants for you or what society thinks you should want. What do you want? And really, if you just sit there and think through like an inventory, you'll start to find yourself daydreaming. And pretty soon you'll, you know, write those, write those dreams down. And then yes. make those make those the targets. You you visualize those on a regular basis. You map out and visualize on a regular basis exactly what it feels like to be where you are. You you start to assume. In other words, you be before you become. And 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 that's in my mind how you do it. You have to figure out what it is exactly by thinking. That's amazing. I love that. much thought to it. How much? Be honest, Justine, how much thought do you put on exactly what you want in life? Well, me, I've, I've had to learn discipline. You know, it's very easy to wake up in the morning and not have a purpose or, you know, write things down. You've got to be disciplined to write it down like what you're saying. You know love exactly what you want in life? I'm learning more as I get older, but I think I've got quite a clear vision. But it's taken me time to get there, if I'm being very honest. You know, it's yeah. difficult. It's not easy figuring out what you want, but that's what sounds easy, right? Well, sure, yeah. I want to be rich. Everybody knows that. Okay, but how, what is rich? What does rich look like? What does rich smell like? How much is rich? You know, and, and how are you going to get rich? Because, well, I don't know that part. Right, which means you're not thinking very much. 
you have to totally dissect what somebody mm. wants. And that's the hard part. And it takes time and it, and it takes repetition and it takes effort. And most people don't put that there. If most people be honest with themselves, they don't think about success very often. They just dream about it. And there's a big difference. Absolutely. And I love you always say this in, in basically all of your stuff, but it's mindset, skill set and discipline. And I couldn't agree more with that. And, you know, in terms of the roles, I think let's talk about gender roles, because I think this is something that people are a bit lost about in society. You know, they have they us like, you know, you can't even refer to someone as like a female or male anymore. But I think it's blurred and I'm old school. You know, I think the role of a man is so important in society and the role of a woman, like a feminine woman, you know, but for women aspiring to be a high value woman or men aspiring to be a high value man, I think. You know, it's really missing now. What, what, like in your words, you know, what does it take to be a high value woman and a high value man? Well, I believe, you know, integrity, ethics, and um, authenticity. Yes. That's, again, I mean, subjective because who values what? So high value to whom? You know, you could be, you could be all those things and you're still have, you have no value to some people because they don't value ethics and integrity and authenticity, you know? Yes. So, so it's a subjective question. Um, I think in my perspective, being high value means you have ethics, you have integrity and you're authentic, you know, yes. the, the rest, the rest is irrelevant. You know, how much money you have is not related to your value. Yes. I think the I think your value is is more intrinsic, and I think a lot of times that's why people don't have much money is because their value isn't there. They're not ethical. They don't have integrity. They're not authentic. They're running around doing what they're told. They're running around acting like they think they're supposed to instead of how they would want to, and they're not honest with themselves or others, and that's why they haven't found any success in life. Absolutely, that is so true. And Brad, what is a million dollar brand to you? Well, a, a million dollar brand to me would be, you know, one that is trusted, like literally a brand that is trusted, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's trusted, right? So trust is what equals to me a brand. Now, keep in mind, all trust is not necessarily good trust. Like I could trust that you'll screw it up. You know, if you had a brand where man, uh, that brand tells me that they're going to screw it up and I trust it that they're going to screw it up. Believe it or not, that brand still has value, but it's just, it's just, it's just a different value. So I want to be trusted in a good way. In other words, I want to be trusted in a positive way, but that's a million dollar brand. One that can be trusted. Got you. And just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It was such sure. an honor and a privilege. We can't wait to see what you do next. I mean, I know you've got a lot going on. Got to go read Brad's book. But what else can we expect from you? How can we follow you? I know you're, you're active on all the platforms, but definitely want to keep up to date with you and what you're doing. So tell us, what does 2023 look like for you? Well, 2023, I'm building... Um... I'm continuing to build those companies. I found uh, several industries where people can actually make three, four, five hundred thousand dollars if they're willing to work. I've got the training. Um, I'm giving them the job. So basically, I'm I'm trying to lead people out of the rat race into uh, a life worth living. Meaning, you know, 
where you have money left over and you can actually start investing and you can, you know, escape yeah. from the rat race, the norms. Cause I'm telling you, it's getting harder and harder, you know? So I built, I built some companies where I can actually give people opportunities to, to earn, you know, a decent income. And then that income is then invested. And then three to five years later, they're like, you know, not in the rat race anymore. I'm trying to make the world a better place so we can all live in a, in a world that's better. Perfect. Sipping pina coladas on the beach. I like it. That's yeah. If you go to, if you go to bradley.com, you can see kind of everything I'm doing. Cause I'll always keep that up to date. But other, other than that, just follow me on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, any of those. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait to see what's next and for, also go check out Brad's podcast. Absolutely awesome. Dropping bombs. And thank you so much, Brad. Thank you for having me.